this little piggy got a house made of bricks hand over hand over hand over fist this little piggy got a house made of bricks up and pump bitch you ain't blowing down shit this little piggy got a house made of bricks hand over hand over hand over fist do you, you have asthma no i don't have asthma <laughs> i really just when you said that i was like oh he has asthma like it no. <laughs> didn't even occur to me it that was being made up consciously like a, a nerd thing. are you a nerd no so then no, why would you be sensitive about it? Because people say shit to me like, oh, fix a computer. You got asthma. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that is I the name of the episode. That. Fix a computer. <laughs> you got asthma. I get it. Like on a regular basis, they just fire that off? Yeah, like they're yelling at me when I walk down the street. Go fix a computer. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? No, but it's like... The a- N-word for Louie is a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't. I don't mind it, but it's. Like Why don't you go get your calculator, you fucking? Nerd. <laughs> he came down a little hard on that arm, Maria. Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not gonna have my daughter marrying some calculator fixer. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man, if I was an actual nerd, I'd be like rich. That, that is Can the you problem. imagine calculator fixer if that was just some calculator technician out there? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> on your business cards, you put TI eighty. Three fixer. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. You know that person exists. Someone's got to fix those things. Yeah, somebody does. Oh man. And here we go. We're on the air. <laughs> but the person who fixes them looks like Ice T. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Check it out, man. I see this TI eighty three. The here. Olivia Pope of calculators. <laughs> Yo, it seems like this TI eighty three might have been molested before it was murdered and left on this block. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> So what you're saying is, is that this calculator adds up numbers? <laughs> Yo, you know, actually, I was listening to the Dan Levitard show, and they interviewed Wesley Snipes, and he actually said that he thought New Jack City was a terrible movie. What? Yeah. Ah. But not like to slam it. He was just like, no, the script was really bad, I and he's not re- wrong. I watched it recently. It's it's trashier than I remember. Yeah, it's, it's more awful. of a B movie than I remember. Yeah. yeah. It's just that I mean, you know, I like the recognize. atmosphere. I think there's a nostalgia element to it. Well, no, and there's some lines that like that. Uh, am I my brother's keeper? And he goes, yes. I yes, am. I am. Wow. Man, I mean, that's that's fucking crazy. Am I? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's very wrestling. It's very yeah. kayfabe. Um, so maybe we should introduce the other male voice on the show. Hi, yeah. my name is Ray Sani. I'm your host. <laughs> Don't act too stoked about it. <laughs> this dumbass fucking... No, I'm just kidding. Of this podcast that I love a lot. Um, it's about us with... Ray Sonny and Maria Heineck. Hi, Maria. Hi, Rafat. How are you? Well, how are you? I'm good. Did you give me your Twitter? Oh, at Ray Sonny. Okay. R A E S A W N I. There we go. And I'm the same. It's at Maria Heineck, M A R A H E I N E G G. And then we have our lovely producer, Mr. Jimothy Search. Hey, what up? Straight out of Jim Jam Studios, straight out of the Jamptons. 
Jamford Stavison, stand up. That's mm-hmm. right. Jim's die, do or die. Get it, girl. <laughs> That's right, boo. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm uh, Jim Search. You can find me at jimsearchcomedy.com. Woo! You can go on Twitter, find me at Jim Search there. Same with Instagram, same deal. Um, you can find me on Facebook, too. And again, any light automotive repair, certainly. Oh <laughs> repair as well, I can do that, too. <laughs> Whatever you need, asphalt, tarring, whatever, man. I, I was I was reading I was reading about um how that was like they came up with like all these feminist retorts to like go make me a sandwich and one was like, What are you doing? Get in the garage and fix my car <laughs> like, And then it was like, Go chop wood like I can't remember. Yeah, it just doesn't work the same. Sort of like how race re- reverse racism isn't real. <laughs> it's like it's like go fix my car in the garage. He's like, Yeah, I will. That's what makes me manly. <laughs> it's like, like go, I go, adjust, go adjust the interest rates. Oh, that means I'm rich. Yeah. Go. <laughs> I'm right on it. And go next it. we have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful guest and really excited to have him here give it up for louis guys everybody thank you you're super mega fun and very funny and very smart and i love talking to louis and i do my best like you know like you know how like comedians are always on or whatever i do my best being on but not annoying in text conversations with Louie, I think. Yeah. I'm very proud of myself. You like bring it but you're like super chill about it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You're like, I'm funny but I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I noticed that when I compare the text you send to me to the text you send to other people, Mm -hmm. like we compare them a lot, Mm -hmm. they're always like a little bit more reserved than ones you send to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm really good. I'm really good at conversing with Louie, not in person. It's wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) That's like those stand-ups that are like, not good, but like their Facebook or their Twitter is good. Yes. <laughs> oh God. Oh. I'm like wh- I'm like worried that I'm one of those who is not good at either. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm better on stage, and then like I'm not. And no. I do I do I am very convinced though that I'm like prettier in person. That's the only thing I've got. Like I'll just be like, guys, like I'm like I'm hot in person. <laughs> but it doesn't really work. That's why Tinder and stuff don't work for it's me. It's hard to I say that, though, because you won't let anyone look at a picture of you or have one taken. So yeah, what I can mean, they compare it off I look them. good in pictures. But you're and wrong. there's going to be like pictures of me not being as hot as I probably am. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a problem with this the new like Tinder and all that digital shit. Yeah. The people that are, are not, not as good. Yeah, yeah, not photogenic. Yeah. That's one of the problems. I say there's a host right. of problems yeah. the main with problem that shit. Is. But like, I just have found, um, you know, like there are dudes on on Tinder and shit that like I know if we were at a bar I could talk my way into this or at least get their attention but they're not swiping on me or you know what I mean yeah and then also like there's racial shit that's up with oh, it oh for sure like I was reading some study nobody likes black girls people barely like black oh we were talking about the, yeah. the the really? dating profile thing yeah, yeah cause yeah. it's number one Asian, Asian women, women is the first most responses. then white women then white women and then nobody likes my nigga ass. <laughs> and then black dudes get some responses, but nobody wants them either, which is why it's crazy that they don't want us. <laughs> it's like, dude, don't nobody like you but me. You better get yeah. on board. <laughs> we're, in this, um, we're in this together. But anyway, Louis, tell us about yourself. Tell us um, where you are, where people can find you on the internet, all that stuff. If you got any hot shows coming up, we're going to release this tonight. So mm-hmm. oh, go yeah. get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you can find me on the internet. I got my <laughs> sick. <laughs> Tell us more. Yeah. Just leave it at that. Find me on the Google internet. me. Uh, no, nah, I got um um. I'm on Twitter. Louis Katz. It's L O U I S K A T Z. Um, 
and I do have some hot shows coming up. I'm recording an album, a new album in a week. Woo! So, um, I'm, date time. Yeah, so I'm working out for that. You can see that um, me working out, running the whole hour on the East Coast uh, Tuesday at the Stress Factory in Jersey, um, and then next week, if you're in San Francisco, you guys got a lot of listeners out there. Uh, I'll be. <laughs> I'll no. be, yeah, you do. I'll, I'll be. Are at you this. calling us homos? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Personal glittery calculator. I'll tell you that. Listen, <laughs> everyone at this table eats pussy, but only occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, swear to God, last night I played Never Have I Ever at Hard, Lonely, and Vicious, mm-hmm. and like, the, like I was down to one, and I was like, I'm gonna stay in this game, right? Because it was like. And then somebody said, never have I ever eaten pussy. I was like, fuck! <laughs> wow. It was one time. No, it wasn't. <laughs> you date a girl? No, no, no. I would never date a girl. Which sounds awful to say. It sounds really misogynistic, but I'm more attracted to I don't men. think it's misogynistic. If you're not attracted to a gender, yeah. the, like, what are you supposed to just but like, date everyone? Like I am attracted to the gender. It's just that it, what I understand like relationships to be... I think they sort of require a certain personality dynamic that right. I think is like masculine energy. But you have also argued that you've never been in a real relationship. That's also so true. I don't even think that's about women. <laughs> uh, excuse me. It's about one I woman. I was with Andrew for nine months in 2007, okay? <sighs> <laughs> anyway, so you're running your... You, so you're you're doing your hour in San Francisco next yeah. week. Is yeah. Stress, Stress Factory is this Tuesday? Stress Factory this so Tuesday. So the 4th? Newark, New Jersey. Is that the 4th? The third, yeah, the third, yeah, the third, third. New, in uh, New Brunswick, New Brunswick, and uh, and then next week uh, at the at the at eight o'clock in New Brunswick. Okay. Then next week, uh, November eleventh through fourteenth, I'll be recording the album at the San Francisco Punchline, my home club. So come see me there, awesome. laugh hard, and be part of history. <laughs> <laughs> you got a title for it? What? You got a title for the album yet? Um, uh, working title is uh, Asphyxiated. <laughs> oh god <laughs> louie likes butts classy <laughs> a lot of people don't like butts. that's true yeah you know every, i feel like the world's catching up to me like i've been into a bunch of things and now everyone else is coming around i'm, I'm, a, hipster I'm, I'm a hipster asses. i'm a hipster of asses i'm saying i'm a hipster of eating ass that's, i definitely I oh well, we'll talk about that um i de- I, de- I definitely think it's entertaining though that men are like tits or ass because like i have a joke that i'm like but you're not gonna like what comes out of either <laughs> like i think it's so weird that what like well that's... they like breast milk sometimes i mean I can't, i'd say delicious. that's a connoisseur type activity <laughs> i don't see dudes being like yo our titties are all fleek i can't wait to sample them <laughs> like they just want to suck yeah, on them no definitely breast milk is great <laughs> oh my <laughs> god i'm already upset it's sweet it's delicious is it i'm sure it's like super warm though you put her tits in the freezer. Like, if your shorty had like, yeah, put her tits in the freezer. <laughs> Chop her tits up. Put them in the freezer. <laughs> the freezer. <laughs> you would drink your like. You would drink your your shorty's breast milk. Yes. You have would. you whose whose breast milk have you drank? My friend had a baby and she had some breast milk in the fridge, so I tried it. It was it was like it was sweet. It was delicious. But I'm sure it va- varies in taste from woman to woman. Yeah. Oh, of course. Well, if you got rotten ass breast milk, no, I don't even. I don't no, she's just saying it. it's not all exactly the same. That's true. Yeah. No, like I'm eating. sure like real milk, real milk, cow's milk is uh, is probably different from yeah. container of to course. container. Yeah. Too. yeah, 
That's um. Th- that's why. That's why it's interesting that you're into eating ass because you know discerning whose ass you're willing to get into is also. Well, that's a, you know I have to really know someone, and I you know I've got. <laughs> <laughs> We're I've talking got- to the pioneer of ass eating, ladies and gentlemen. This is the biggest yeah. get our podcast <laughs> has ever had. This is a Christopher Columbus. Yeah, a lot of this is covered on my first album. <laughs> uh, if these that's, balls could talk, it's and a, uh, extra funny because yeah. uh, which is the biggest uh, the biggest grab we could get, and it's also what a woman says every time you get in there <laughs> <laughs> oh you know what you're doing <laughs> let me ask you this have you ever gone in to ass eating first activity when you get in the bedroom with a woman uh yeah but it was it's like someone night it's like a girlfriend okay like not like a like it's not like a one night stand where I'm just like straight unless unless they come right out no I would say if, if they come right out the shower for some reason but I still, I don't know. <laughs> so wait, what is it about? So it's not a cleanliness thing; it's an intimacy thing. No, it's a cleanliness thing. But if they come right out the shower, <clears throat> I guess it's still like a bold, like for someone to come right out of the shower on your on a first hookup. That's also that's an odd situation right there. <laughs> where where I mean, are you? Yeah. You're in a very humid place, <laughs> and you're taking your time. You know what I mean? I've been in human places where it's still like ah, we don't have time. You know, usually mm-hmm. usually you don't have time for like that shower. Mm-hmm. If it's if you don't have time for a shower, what kind of what kind of date schedule are you on? <laughs> no, I'm saying you don't. No one had, you don't have that. If you're hooking up with someone, no one's gonna say, "All right, let's." Hang on. Let yeah, hold on. Let me go shower and oh. come back. I mean, that just doesn't happen. So I had somebody like eat my ass like on the first anything. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, did do like, that too. I, like I like I met this dude at a bar, and um and then we like went on a date, like went to dinner or whatever the next day. And then I and I was like twenty one at the time, and he was like forty. Romantic. So like, (laughs) so like, I think he just really wanted to eat young butt, but like young butt. Can you never say that again? (laughs) (laughs) That is fucking upsetting. But yeah, like it was just like. You know, we were having like a sushi dinner, and then all of a sudden, gems in my ass. <laughs> like, oh my god! And I was so shocked because it literally never happened to me. And then I'm like, so he just want to be like, he just want to be there. Like I was very, very surprised. Well, but that would was, be very confusing, awesome. if, especially if it's not you know part of the Renaissance. Someone yeah. bought you sushi and then ate your ass. Mm-hmm. Like that's what a that's fucking day. That's, right. that's a great day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that was about. Oh, man. It was really great. And then, but then he had this thing. I don't know. He's no, like, wait, give him a judge's score. How'd he do? Um, I don't know. Could you like my it? first just confused? experience? Yeah. I no mean, I, was, I think I was more shocked than anything. So, like, yeah. I just kind of was like, this feels good, it's but what new, is he doing? It's there? a new feeling yeah. where you're like, oh, I didn't even know that this was a conversation. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or whatever. And then he also kissed me right after. And I was oh, like, oh, God. I would not be okay with that. <laughs> really? Mm-mm. Well, no, it was fine. Like I tasted fine, thank you. But I'm just like, it was just a really intimate experience with somebody I had, like picked up at the bar like two nights before. You, How was the sushi though? Yeah, the sushi was great, bitch. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> you, won't, you wouldn't kiss someone after they ate your ass. I mean, I'm sure that I have, like, in the heat of the moment, but in general... You consciously do it, yeah. Yeah, I, like, if I had to think about it, if they were like, is it okay if I kiss you now that my <laughs> tongue is bent in your asshole? I'd be like, no, now that you mention it. <laughs> now that I look at the logistics of that situation... Yeah. That's, that's why. Disgusting. That's why affirmative consent is goofy and silly, which is a whole nother... <laughs> oh, whole nother oh, 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 wow, you oh. want to get into it, brother? This is, this is you just did it. I don't. 
I, you know, like, I'm hungover. I don't want to talk about rape right now. <laughs> yeah, I hate talking about rape when I'm hungover. <laughs> Fair assessment there. there. There's that. So, so when did you first get into butt eating? What happened? What spurred on this passion? This is a current event, you guys, by the way. Just All for right. the record. I feel like this is our version of This American Life. <laughs> <laughs> this well, American butt. This American pussy. I was I was living in Rio de Janeiro at the time. Oh my God, this is good. It was the year two thousand, the new millennium, pre nine eleven. Things were different. <laughs> I was fourteen. Go on. Yeah. I was twenty, twenty one. Okay. And uh, I had a girlfriend. Was she Brazilian? She was Brazilian. And I just went for it. We just like we kind of had you for been a while. thinking about it, and you were just she like she was only like she was only the third woman i ever slept with and um we just yeah you know, i mean we were both super young and we just like just did everything kind of hung yeah out. that's what we did sick not we just the we i we just ate ass every day but it was like you know we, <laughs> we like we just fucked a lot you know we were young and i was living in rio and yeah was, you're stoked you know, yeah something to do yeah yeah pass the time yeah exactly yeah man and still yeah. it's still not something i've done with uh yeah i would say like the percentage of women that I've hooked up with and that I've eaten their ass is probably very low percentage-wise. But when I'm... I presume it's girlfriends, right? Yeah, typically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Typically. It's a big ask for yeah. a stranger. Yeah, it is. I think maybe... <laughs> Happened to me too, Ray, so don't, don't feel bad. <laughs> don't feel like you're alone in this because you are not. <laughs> I had an Irish guy that worked for... Oh, yeah, you guessed it. Bailey's. <laughs> Do it to me. So. <laughs> Did he call it something funny? No, but it was, the first, it was the first thing he did when we got in there. Wow. The first thing. I was like, whoa, dude, can I go to the bathroom? Can you, like, give me a heads up? We just ate, like, spicy brunch. Like, this is not a good plan. <laughs> like, what are you thinking? That's a gamble. Yeah, it was like day drinking, and then he just goes in for it. And I was like, good God. It's. A, I think, though, it's a kind of a hot move to just, like, uh, lift, sure, up, yeah. lift up someone's skirt and start eating them out from behind is a hot thing. Yeah, I mean, they have to, to be wearing a skirt, but sure. Yeah, well, you know, or like take some scissors, trim their <laughs> jeans off, and then... <laughs> I'd be, I can't even describe the level of fury I would have if you ruined my pants. I'd be like, you motherfucker, we're going to have sex because I'm mad at you, but you are going to go buy me some new fucking pants right after this. It wouldn't weird you out that I just had scissors? I think that would also be the question, like, why you got scissors? Yeah, then you just like pull them out of your back pocket. <laughs> yeah, that would be a real red flag, I think. <laughs> I would say so. Oh, I'm not going to cut you. I just want to cut you out of your pants. I could just take them <laughs> off. Well, the first time that I slept with this one guy, I was wearing pants that didn't have like a zip in the front. They were just like pull pants that you just pull up like a, right. like a toddler would wear, essentially. And he go, he's English and he goes to like take my pants off and he goes, are you wearing trick pants? <laughs> like, he couldn't figure out how to get them off. See, that's why I'm wearing trick pants, like something like that with the Irish guy talking about ass eating. Like, what's an Irish name for ass yeah, eating? Yeah, he didn't, he didn't have any, you I don't fuck a lot of British people, huh? You like an accent? No, just just that one. I think that's the only British guy I've ever hooked up but with. But then the Irish per- I mean, I know that's not British, but you know, oh. that's like from the British Isles. Oh, that, that were, those were just total, two totally separate. I mean, yeah, I like accents. I wouldn't say that I'm, like, specific to that. I'm pretty all over the map in terms of people. I, I fucked too. a Moroccan chick that was from Britain. So she had an, a London accent. I grew up with a, a Thai girl who uh, went to school in England. So she had like a British accent, but she was Thai. Yeah. Super hot. Yeah, man. Into it. Yeah. It's cool. I guess someone was telling me it's like rare. So you like all kinds of, it's not, not all, even all kinds of dudes, all kinds of people or? Mm-hmm. That's Women good. and men. That's cool. I, someone, like I'm kind of like 
I have a wide range of women that I find attractive. And I guess that's kind of rare. I guess a lot of people have, like, a pretty specific type. But I don't know. I mean, like, I don't... I don't have a specific type so much as it's like when they are whatever race they are, they tend to look a certain way. So like if it's a white dude, I like a tall white dude who looks like he plays ball and hangs with black people. And then talking about Noah? No. And and I like black dudes who like I don't know that look like they play ball also it's like dudes that look like they play ball <laughs> yeah but like it's a different look on white dudes than it is on black dudes like black dudes they're like lean and they're like there's um, like different kind of there's like a couple categories of white dudes that look like they play ball for me though like oh, I, I mean I, I like them big bodied and like tall or whatever yeah. like I like a lean like black dude like a lean muscular dude who like can I get it can I get an NBA example from each race uh, so <laughs> basketball I really like Kevin Love he's really, okay. really hot and then J.R. Smith, of course. I'm obsessed. Yeah, yeah. Although I do think Kobe Bryant is one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen in my entire life. He's pretty life. glorious. And Sergi Baca. Oh, my God. That dude, really? Like, uh, he's also just African and French, and he's the coolest I'm ever. I'm weirdly mm-hmm. attracted to Blake Griffin, even though, like... He's hideous, girl. Exactly. Yeah, like, I look at him, and, like, I don't ostensibly, like, find him attractive, but then, like, I watch him, like, in an interview, I and I think he's really funny. very whiny funny. on the court. Like, he's very whiny. He's always <laughs> complaining about fouls or whatever. He just feels like a big kid. Are you, you saying you mean? don't have sex with Chris Posh? <laughs> yeah. Mm. And I don't want to have sex with Chris Paul. Oh, I would I, definitely have sex no. with Chris Paul. And I don't want to have sex with James Harden. He whines a lot, too. He flops a lot. I fuck him, too. I, like, <laughs> I don't find LeBron James attractive, but I would fuck him to tell everybody I smash LeBron James. Mm. I think he's attractive. Really? Yeah. I think he just looks like a big nigga. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, is that bad? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> it's, not, it's just, you know, I don't like his face He's much. not your type, yeah. What's, what's the biggest, tallest, I guess, guy you've hooked up with? How tall? Have you got? Have you have you achieved this like kind of baller fantasy? Like, no, I've never been with an actual baller. But how? But you like tall guys. What's the tallest? Um, the tallest I've been with, I think, is like six four. How tall are you? Five nine. Oh okay. I so like not that. that um, nobody does. <laughs> Why? I, I feel like it, I carry myself with because, tall women because tall you're really women. slim, yeah. and so when women are slim, you think of them as being smaller, unless they're fucking a supermodel. You know what I mean? You think of oh, all bitch, women. I ain't a supermodel. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to mix it up with you on some shit. <laughs> how, how tall have tough, you been with, like a woman? What's the tallest? How tall six are you? two. And how tall are you? Five seven. How'd that work? Not physically. I mean, like, how did it happen? Oh, comedy, you know, like everything. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Comedy. I don't think comedy has gotten me laid yet. That's like, crazy. There's, that's, yeah. there's no way that's possible. No, but I mean, like, <laughs> I mean comedy, you've, I fucked comedians, but I mean, like, comedy, me on stage, smashed a dude No, nah, you did. That one dude, I thought. Didn't we talk about this? Oh, I, I fucked somebody a couple weeks yeah. ago from comedy. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up! <laughs> I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. Yeah. Um, so wait, so you performed in an after the show. Yeah, she was kind of like way into comedy. This was a while ago. Six kind two, of like way into comedy. <laughs> yeah. She would like show up to a lot of shows and stuff like that. Yeah, Six yeah. two Asian, which is big too. She was a woman. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, that hadn't even crossed my mind yet, but I'm proud of you for going there. <laughs> <laughs> there um, yeah, it was a while ago. It was a long, long time ago by now. But yeah, she was, I mean, that's a, that's a lot bigger than me. 
you know, it's, I like taller women and some women that are taller than me and stuff like that. But truth is, it's like optimal to get the best moves in. I need someone just a little bit smaller than me to make the best the best moves. I gotta I gotta like accommodate. Yeah. If I'm with someone taller than me, and I can. Yeah. But when it's someone just five seven or lower, it's like I can, I'm fucking. It's I mean, less complicated. I can make a yeah. five course meal if I want to. <laughs> but we want something quick when you're hungry. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Louie. <laughs> Master chef in the I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> what? I am. That's I like hilarious. that. Master chef in the bedroom. I like that. I think generally, though, men. Seem to be less like Jim. Well, let's ask this first. All right. Jim, wh- where do you sit in terms of your feelings on like uh, ladies' height? Uh, for you, she, for me, if she's a little taller, because I'm five ten, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. If she's a little taller than me, say like six one, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but any anything taller than that, <laughs> where the fuck are you finding women taller than that? Uh, <laughs> what are the other options? The Amazon. Uh, <laughs> That's what I'm What if but, she's six one but she wears heels? Do you care? Mm, uh, that's a good question. Because I, I the reason the reason I'm asking is that my hy- hypothesis is that men that are more like um, median height, like you, for example, mm-hmm. are less sensitive about women being tall because they're like, this is the fucking world we're in. I like women. I like sex. I don't care if you're taller. I feel like slightly taller dudes, like 5'10", 5, 5'11", 5, 6 feet, are way touchier about how tall women are and oh. want to be taller than them because they don't normally have to uh, compromise. Every girl I've dated huh. has been either like around my height or shorter. I don't know if I've ever really dated anybody tall, like significantly taller than that. But you also don't recall it d- deterring you from like going out with somebody. That if she was... Taller. Taller? Um... It, again, like if like I I met this girl who like I was wasted, right? Mm-hmm. And I was talking to her, and I didn't realize how tall she was mm-hmm. until like I met up with her later on. And I was like, she was like six three, like she was oh, taller wow. than me. Awesome. Well, That's so magical when you see women that tall. You're just like, oh shit, <laughs> you're fucking amazing. Like <laughs> you ever see like the models on the subway when you're yes. like. Wow! Yeah. Like you, you're like a statue. Yeah, like, I don't find them actually. I don't. I'm not like. I don't find them sexually attractive. They're just kind of like a thing of beauty. You know what I mean? Like it's like yeah. a beautiful. Sure. It's not like it's almost like weird. A majestic know. creature. Yeah. Wait, sorry, sorry. So she's six three. Oh yeah. So, well, I don't know. She was just six three, and it, she's beautiful. She's a good looking chick, but I, it was just something about her being tall, like. It got to you, yeah. Wow. I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Well, because like on Tinder all the time. What you were gonna say something before? Well, yeah, just because I'm like, well, I'm kind of like a weird in the middle ground. So I could definitely find women that are small, shorter than me, if I wanted to. There's lots that are, but I, I guess I like. I mean, I, I like, I just like variety. Yeah. I'm really tall, I'm really <laughs> short, all that stuff. <laughs> Like what? Variety pack, like the cereal yeah. boxes, like the uh, pack. There you go. I found it's these. It's so funny because like you're like you're a super smart man and like you're just like man pussy man pussy's pussy. You know what I mean? And it's like and it's like not at all. It's like your id is speaking, but it's also very easy to intellectualize something like that. It's just really funny to watch. He's <laughs> like I just like variety, man. Yeah. <laughs> just, and it's like oh no, that's a great thing. Most men don't. Yeah. And like lots of women are marginalized because of it. So it's like great, but it's like I just I just like being up in it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you got guts, yeah. you want to be in them. Yeah, <laughs> that's what PR is, baby. <laughs> yeah, high and low at the same time. Yeah. But uh, 
Yeah, but I, I do think a lot of guys they don't they He's don't a want a real someone. pussy politician. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to get with that middle class. <laughs> <laughs> I'm middle class. No, I'm middle class. <laughs> yeah. I'll no. get in the middle of your class. Ooh. Ooh. Um, <laughs> but I do think a lot of guys don't want want to be with a girl that's um taller than them and I to me like the taller the better. I like heels. Yep. Even if she's already significantly taller than me, heels on top of that. That's great. That's dope. I just think it's yeah. To me it's also it's hard. Like a lot of taller women won't date a shorter guy. So it's actually to me it's like a bigger achievement, actually. Like it's hard Yeah, to do. I'm reluctant for sure. If a dude's um under five nine. I want to. I just want a dude to be the same height as me. Like I'm not saying that I don't consider tall a bonus because I definitely do, but as long as he's just the same height as me, it's fine. How tall are you? R- right under five six. Yeah, I couldn't. Nah. Really? Mm-mm. You shorter? You couldn't? You mean? Or you couldn't do same size? No. When you just said right under five six, yeah, <laughs> something in my brain went gross. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> do you mean about me or do you mean about men? <laughs> no, no, no. Fight. When you said you wanted someone the same height, so I imagined the boy. Okay, that would be got it, right got it, got it, got it. Five six, yeah. and I was like, nah. Oh no, he's got to be five six. I, I do expect a, a quarter yeah. of an inch taller. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just, I don't know. It's fucked up. You got to shake these things, but you can't. But it's like I'm just socialized to. to think that men are bigger than women. Well, it's not yeah. even socialized. No, me it's too. like people that's are attracted normal. to things. They shouldn't be upset. Look, you're attracted to certain things. It's not. It's I, not a, I don't think that that's necessarily true because it's not like you. There's come a lot up of baked in like societal and, bullshit. Yeah, you, you know, you're not attracted to stuff in a vacuum. It's what you've been shown on. Yeah. Fuck a vacuum. No. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Have you? No. Have you? No. Had a no. Oh God. That's super dangerous. I wouldn't. No. Oh man. The only thing keeping you from doing it is dangerous. Now that it's gross. <laughs> it's just yes. dangerous. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Things, man. yeah. Listen, he's not hurting anybody except himself. Exactly. <laughs> No, I think, um, you know, like, for example, what we were just talking about where black women are found the least attractive. There's a reason for that. It's not just because people like what they like. It's because we've been demonized and told that we're ugly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. But I still think people. I don't know. I don't know. People I, I know that some. I think my- it's a nature versus nurture thing where it's like it's, of course, not one, just one or the other ever within any person. Mm-hmm. But I think you have to acknowledge both sides of it. Like, right. There's parts of you that just are attracted to a certain thing because that's how your brain is set up. Mm-hmm. And then you have a lot of social conditioning. And it's never just one. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's both. I uh, solved everything, you guys. We can go. But sometimes, like, for me, I think I definitely, like, overcorrect and have overcorrected to the point where I can't be attracted to white women because I've overcorrected. What do you mean you over... Oh, oh, I see what you mean. So, like, I know the society loves... I think no, no, I'm the same way. Women. So I think like I go out of my way to not be impressed by white women, and then it's gotten to the point where I think I like really value black women more in response, and it's gotten to the point where I can't even watch porn where the woman is white. <laughs> that's crazy. I think that's okay because I think that's where it's needed right now. Like that's like people that like argue against like affirmative action, and it's like, well, fuck you. Like that that's needed. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sure. don't need crotch-based affirmative action. Like, whatever you want to fuck, you fuck it. You know what I mean? I don't know why Yeah, why but it has I think it's be... important to have a conversation about why you want to fuck it because desirability does have real-world And, yeah, money, money, power, and sex yeah. are all interrelated. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, that's how women get jobs on television, unfortunately, desirability. That's yeah. how women get jobs in regular workplaces as well, de- yeah. desirability. And if I don't have access to desirability, it'll affect my paycheck down yeah. the line. I, every hiring manager I've ever ever fucked has told me (laughs) 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 it was good that you're white because (laughs) we're pushing you on to the next round (laughs) well i guess when i think about this stuff it it makes more sense with race wise but i think about it also with like trans stuff right i was trying to say this on stage for a while it was like i feel like i'm being an asshole if i'm like you know what i'm not attracted to women with beards not into bearded women now i'm some kind of an asshole because i don't accept bearded women you know I what don't I mean? think that that's. I don't think it's that extreme. I think you know that's a an absurdist take to p- make a point. But like, so that's why I guess you worked it on stage. But like, no one's gonna, <laughs> no one's gonna be surprised that you aren't attracted to what's outside the norm in terms of gender binaries. Like yeah. a bearded woman is unusual, and it doesn't occur naturally that often. So, but you, know, you, I think, I think we're at the point where maybe that's kind of offensive no, to say that kind of shit. No, don't be on your PC bullshit, like your anti PC <laughs> shit. Don't wow. start it because it's gonna get silly. Wow. <laughs> we can't saying, say that people are ugly anymore. Oh I'm not God. saying that. I'm just saying you should be able to say what you're into or you're not into. You know? I don't think that there's anything wrong with saying what you're yeah. into or not into. But I think that there's a point at which it becomes um, sort of... I think it's just so situational. It just depends on what the point of your statement is. You know what I mean? You know, because it's one thing to be like, oh, I'm not attracted to trans women. It's another thing to be like, women with beards is ugly. There's two different things. I'm not attracted to trans women. But if I said I'm not attracted to black women, right? Yeah. Because when, when, black when, women occur more like in society, we're more visible than trans women have been. But I'm just saying, like one, it seems like somewhat more okay for some reason to say I'm not attracted to trans because women. Because sexuality is about say, gender; it's not yeah, about it's race. race. Yeah. But a trans woman is just a woman. What are you trying to get at? Okay, I don't but know. You're fucking trolling her with that stuff. <laughs> yeah. like, like, fuck you, man. Because gender, like <laughs> sexuality, <laughs> is specifically about gender. Yeah. And but I, if a trans I, woman is just a woman, then we're just. But we. But are, if she's a woman. We call her a trans woman for a reason. Well, right? a lot of people like no, they're just women. Well, I think I, that, I think that's. That I, but I think that's about identity. I think right. that's about addressing them as a woman because they identify as a woman. Their body that doesn't matters. mean you have to be like I think. Like it's just we're we're just all as a society still so weirded out by the trans identity or just the idea that we don't understand what people's you know genitals what is it going to be like you know what i mean it's like you don't need to fucking worry about that well, unless you're trying you to fuck to them but i don't think you're trying you to fuck them right but if you're not trying to fuck them and you're just trying to interact with them it doesn't fucking matter what they have going yeah but he's on. talking specifically about sexual but attraction. he's not interested in them so it doesn't matter do you know what i mean like he doesn't have to worry yes you did <laughs> <laughs> I said I didn't like a lady with a beard. Like it's only it's only a conversation if it's something that you want to explore. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't think that that's fair. If you're if you're weird, let's talk about it. And I don't mean that in like a condescending way, but trans people are strange. They are different. Uncommon. (laughs) Yeah, I mean strange. No, I'm gonna say and say the word strange because I mean the word strange. They are not what we understand to be normal. That is strange. And so. It's fine to well, be curious yeah, about it. I wouldn't it. use the word strange. Because strange, strange implies that, like, 
I mean, th- there's a amount, there's a percentage of naturally occurring, like non standard male genital st- or standard. And we call that genital. shit strange. If I saw a dude with, <laughs> I don't think with, so. If I saw a dude with like a micro penis or something, I'd be like, that is strange. But <laughs> in a certain situation, certain place, like a different race could be strange, a different religion could be strange. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like where do you draw the line with that word? Okay, fair enough. I mean, I just think that that's what the word strange means. Yeah. So, I mean, fine, but I think that it's perfectly normal to be, because this is a difference in body and in a difference in genitalia, and I think that that is a thing that we shouldn't necessarily, like, try and not talk about or, like, you know, keep vague for the purposes of respect. Like, well, part what? of what's... Um, like part of what's but that's also oh sorry you finished what you're gonna say also I was gonna say I think part of what like I don't think it's smart to act as if transgender people aren't different because their bodies are different I'm not saying that they're not different what I'm saying is that like the word trans because transgender can describe such an array of different kinds of people like you know what I mean like in the in the way that like if you got 10 dudes naked, right? Like, they're all going to have different penis and ball sizes and lots of... Sure. <laughs> Louis just laughing. I was just picturing it. Like... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, within trans, there's way more variety than just, like... You know what I mean? Like, it's not... Right, and I think that the word trans is all-encompassing. So right. when you do that, then you're not talking in specifics, and I think it's perfectly reasonable to want to understand things in in specifics as long as you're not actively trying to be offensive. Yeah, if you're not trying to, like, shit on them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm saying strange in the sense that it is unusual. It is not what we consider normal or at least understand to be normal as we've been raised in a two-gender society. And I think it's perfectly okay. Like, so when people are like, does Caitlyn Jenner still have her penis? And it's like, yeah, it's a rude question in general, but she's talking about the transition and the change that she's requires us to think about sex, sexuality and sexual parts. And then I can't ask that question. That seems strange to me. I agree yeah. with you, but people are people. People don't. <clears throat> most a lot of people don't agree with you. Like a lot of. Uh, Activists don't think it's like not right to ask about it, and it's just well, what's I think, up and like. Well, I mean, I think they're trying to protect their person, which is a perfectly reasonable yeah. thing to do because I think a lot of people are irresponsible with them because they've reduced them to genitalia, right? Like, Want to dismiss them on that basis? Yeah. I'm asking because it matters because you're asking me to engage with your gender and sexuality, and then asking me to remove the body when the body is what matters. Here. I think I think the frustration that Louis is talking about <clears throat> doesn't really apply. In the situation because here we're talking about the interest in having sex with someone that identifies as trans as opposed to I think in a public forum when people have that conversation they're saying it's shitty that the only thing that you identify about me as a person is that I'm trans but if I'm you're only worried about, about my genitals but what we're talking about is very applicable but, but if you know? I'm talking to you about being trans like obviously there's the part where engage me as a whole person right like, I'm a human being like you, which is why you're having a conversation to sort of remove any mystery and, like, remove, like, the othering of trans people. Yeah. That's important. But also, if the conversation is about being trans and what you've done to transition your body from one place yeah, to another, I think, then why can't we talk about I the think process it's, I think it's transition? reasonable. I think it's reasonable to ask those questions about her because she, like you said, 
had was a very public transition. Well, like there's, it was they invaded her privacy for sure. Yeah, but she also like I, chose to engage about it in a public. She form. didn't just show up like. Yeah, she wasn't like I'm Caitlyn now. Yeah, like, she she's like, like I'm gonna do this. Yeah, there was yeah. one of those. Um, one of the one of the more famous. I don't know if she's a trans model or an actress or whatever, and she went on a news program to promote her book, which was yeah. a memoir. Janet Mock or Laverne Cox. Mock. Okay. She goes on the new show to promote her book, yeah. which is all about growing up and trans being all that stuff. And then the reporter asked her, it's like, so you were born a boy and this, that. And she was like super offended. And there was like a whole thing about it. Well, you know I what I mean? So that's, that's like, that's pretty crazy. Matter. Like, no, but she's coming on the show to tell the story about how she transitioned, and then and then she flipped it on him. Like, how dare you ask here's, me that? That's offensive. Here's you know? what here's what I'll say though is I I'm very curious my, to what this. That's what I was gonna were. say. I would want to hear like the quote from it because you can ask somebody the same question two different ways. Mm-hmm. One of those ways can be perfectly respectful, and the other way can be horribly offensive. I mean, he was just like, "So you got a dick? What's up?" No. I mean, <laughs> 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 That's always my opener on Bumble. <laughs> Yo, what up? You got a dick though. Yo, what's your dick doing later? <laughs> Yo, dick want to come over? You can come too. A lot of as long as you don't talk. <laughs> Ray, your hair looks fucking great today. Oh, thank you. It does. It's great. Thank it does you. look great. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, nah, I think it looks shitty. <laughs> uh, no, it looks good. But um, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was just like so. You were born a boy. Just like you're not supposed to bring that up. Oh, exactly, I think that's exactly what, she's what you're talking saying. About so she's talking about she's always been a woman. So the idea that you would say she was born a dude ignores the point that she's trying to bring up, which is that she's so always how been a girl. it was you're supposed to way, have someone on an interview well, show that's, that's about. I feel the, like that whole that whole concept. I, mean, I think it was the vocabulary was that said you were if they if he had said. You were born physically, with male genitalia, yeah, right, right. as opposed to being like you were a boy. Because oh, okay. that's the but difference also, between I think sex it's your and gender. Responsibility to tell people how you want to be referred to. So yeah, I hope that they would have had a pre-interview type thing. Be like, yo, says, here's what you can and you can't do. Yeah, whatever. but that's, that's also. I mean, I like. I just think it, it's such a fine line because it's like it's. First of all, it's great that people are asking questions because it's so much better. To want to be accepting and understand, and you don't right? want people to pick your body apart. Like I obviously yeah, wouldn't yeah. want black people to be like on display at zoos, and people were like, "So that's what black butts look like." Yeah. And what do you think about that? That, uh, yeah, that hair thing like, they did in Union Square. Do you remember that? Yeah. Um, How'd you feel? What was this? They uh, so was, they had like black women allow people to touch their hair. Who's they had? Um, who, who it was like, like an art. It was an artist or whatever. Okay. She just got a bunch of like black women. And was she a black woman? Yeah. Okay. And she I was just, gonna say <laughs> she better been. <laughs> she just got a bunch of black women to sort of stand in time in Union Square and hold signs that say you can touch my hair. Yeah. I don't think there was anything wrong with it because they no. consented to it. It's their and decision. It was, and it was. But also not just that there was a decision, because I don't think every decision is a good one, and I don't think that we should believe that every decision is a good one just because someone is an agency. No, but it's still theirs. But it was their decision, and also they were trying to do something, right? There was a concerted effort to elicit certain responses and have a conversation. Yeah. And I do like the idea that there's a space where you can talk about the differences in hair, because there are differences, and there is a reason to want to touch black women's hair. Because on TV, you don't see hair like that. 
Yeah. And it seems strange. Or anywhere in media, really. Right. And it seems strange. You know what I mean? Like, I have a bit about the fact that, like, when I had a baby afro, like, nobody on my t- on my TV or anywhere, like... Had a baby had afro. Had a baby afro. And then when I finally saw a girl, she was mentally retarded. You know <laughs> oh, what I mean? Like, so, like... But was she hot? I don't I'm just remember. kidding. Who's um, <laughs> at that variety. time? That's Louise Variety. Retarded and befroed. Oh my god. Yeah. How how was the ass though? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So like, I understand. It's not offensive to me that you want to touch a black person's hair. It's offensive that you would touch a black person's hair. Yeah. Without permission or an understanding or an intimate relationship. Yeah. Or that's also a violation. The, yeah. I think the presentation of how you would address it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's. Yeah, yeah, sure. but that's, I mean, that's you picking up on social cues and recognize that I'm a human being and that I might have a problem with you touching my hair. Yeah. If I might have a problem with how you ask how you touch my hair. Yeah. Sure. But like, I don't think it's wrong for people who have never seen something to be like, to that be curious looks interesting. About it. Yeah. Right. I want to see the what The same about. way that I don't have a fucking problem with you wanting to fuck women walking down the street. I do have a problem with you, with you fucking catcalling yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not about having urges. It's about you what impeding you do on other. Yeah. yeah. And why you think that your desire for whatever thing is more important than my need for safety or comfort or whatever. Or just True. being a yeah. fucking human who yeah. shouldn't have to get, like, touched or engaged mm-hmm. with if they're not. Like it's that. not my fault you don't know black people and you never touched their hair. So yeah. don't come over here. So and, you know. So Ray and I were walking to my apartment uh, like a month ago. It was like a month ago, right? Mm-hmm. And we were walking the street and this dude. I don't even remember what he was trying to sell us, but mm-hmm. I think it was books. He was like, "Do you want to buy some books? Do you want to buy some books?" And we were just like, you know, just ignored him. And I was in front of Ray. So as we turned the corner, he like leaned over and like fucking touched her shoulder or something. And she was like, "Don't touch me." And he was like, <laughs> "I was just trying to get your attention." And it's like, yeah, that's not valid. (laughs) Your reason for doing that, that's like being like, oh, I I just hit her. And you're like, yeah, you can't hit me. And he's like, but she was doing something I didn't like. Like, that's not how the world works. Like, what was interesting to me is that he wouldn't have touched Maria, but he would have touched me. And I think he just felt more entitled to me because I'm a black woman. Yeah. Mm. This is a black dude. It was a black dude. So he wouldn't have played that with Maria. There's a respect. I wish he had. I wish he had. Like, Maria already said no. And it was like, he didn't hear no for the both of us. Yeah. He right. just heard her no because white women probably have a certain level of like engagement with him or whatever. He probably he thought, thought he was, was going to get in less. He thought he was going to get in less trouble if yeah. he, he fucked with so, you. So like then he comes and touch me. And I'm like, y'all don't touch me. Yeah. Like I also just I just found out about like I guess uh, my girlfriend was saying this about like guys will try and get past you and they'll put their hands like mm-hmm. on your hip or on your oh, waist. Oh, yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. I yeah. can't believe that. I didn't, I didn't even know that happens. To, they don't need to do it. Not at all. No. Um, that's, you don't know why I had that it happens because it ain't happening to you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and because he's not doing never, it. Dudes are never, like they never believe the things dudes do to us. Like Until they, they see it and they then they're, they're like, like, oh, they'll shit. They'll I just didn't know it. I believe no, it. I believe it. But they, like they don't even know it. For the record, Louis believes it. Well, because like men don't Fact. treat men the way they treat us. No. You know what I'm saying? So like yeah. dudes are always either horrified or shocked and be like, for real? And I'm like, yes, for real. But the other frustrating response that they often have is they're like, oh, well, but that guy's crazy. And it's like, you don't understand how many crazy, how many crazy people there are. There. How many like poorly socially educated people there are. Like it is daily. Mm-hmm. No, like, it, is, it is. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of starting to realize mm-hmm. is that it's like a. 
what you're saying the way men treat women is totally different than men oh well, like yeah men. I had a friend there's a think women, great article about that about maybe, men hollering at men like when that catcalling thing came out I can't remember the name of the dude but he did all these great tweets he's like yo say hi to a guy oh, I like how you wearing that suit like yeah. just, you know it's a weird be like I'm just trying to say hi I'm like well say hi to that nigga yeah there. and see how it goes but one of the arguments of the article that which I thought was really interesting was part of it is that they have more social access to women you know what I mean like Who that does? they feel that men that because men there feel, are these ideas of what masculinity is so yes, connecting exactly. to other men get so, yeah or or Wait, you're gonna get your ass beat yeah Wait, what? like that you can't like if you seek women uh, are more receptive of male interaction between we're emotional than we're viewed as emotional are. caretakers yeah of people and we're not socialized to be as aggressively in defense of ourselves against men as men are against and men. they don't feel physically threatened by women they do feel physically threatened by other men if you go and just holler at some dude to be like hey what's up how are you he'd be like why the fuck are you talking yeah. to me like yeah, you could get true. beat up up. but if you say that to a woman like she might get mad at you but she's not gonna like hit you there are no you know what, consequences you know, this yeah. is kind of an interesting flip on and i'd say mostly i'm not trying to just like be devil's advocate and it's equal because it's obviously dudes are acting like really shitty but interesting straight up with comedy this is something that i've noticed is kind of with these rules and stuff like that like the couple times it's happening where female comedians will kind of like bust balls but they don't know how to do it right <laughs> Like, because a dude, because a dude won't talk shit to someone unless they're actually friends. Yeah. They won't right. just say we're both yeah. comedians, so now we can just fucking trash each other. Because you can't. Because a dude right. wouldn't do that to another guy. Yeah. But I've had female you comedians say ha- shit to me that's like just that. fucking out of pocket. Like, what what the fuck? Are you, like, like, how do you, you just... Like, my friend. Yeah. Because yeah. they think it's like a comedian, comedian, but yeah. it's not. And it's that's like a weird reverse mm-hmm. thing of that, where it's like, dudes know the rules with that. Where you yeah. have to be good friends, because otherwise it's like... Right. You're starting a but fight. But then, isn't you know? it sad that she's trying to play on your turf because she can't be herself and be successful socially in comedy? Yeah, I don't think that's true. I think that's very. true. I think that's totally. Well, why I think they're trying. I think. I think in both cases, maybe it was trying to like be like. But it's like just be. No, cool. I'm saying that the the results are unintended. But I think it's disappointing that you gotta bust balls because like I don't think that a lot of women are socialized to bust balls. So when they're in spaces that are all male or predominantly male, this is how they think they have to fit in. So yeah. she might be, she's definitely stepping over bounds, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But she might feel compelled to because she thinks that's the only way she as a woman she can feels, engage with yeah, y'all. She feels illiterate I mean, in the social I mean, context of the world, yeah, so that's her yeah, way of Yeah, but I think that's like flipping it. it a few times over. I think the... I no, mean, but she yes. just, that's just because whoever the, like this example is in your mind. I don't like, know who that person is. I'm just listen, saying. I'm just listen, that. we know that you're talking about us, okay? <laughs> and we don't appreciate it. And you can get the fuck. No, but you know what I'm saying? That would be like, cool if I came on here to talk about you guys and pretended like it was someone else. But I think I think it's a I think I think it's uh, I think it's a fear based reaction to feeling out of pocket. To feeling like you're in a world that you don't yeah, know but, but how to like, maneuver, well, and you are emulating what you're seeing double. other people doing. Maybe, maybe we're she's seeing other I'm people doing you, it. Like for example, like there's a way. There's you can be um, ghettoized as a woman in comedy and social s- spaces. You've either got to do something like that that's all the way left to assert yourself as as part of the dudes and not a sexual being or you just have to accept that dudes are just going to treat you as sexual beings when you want to be taken seriously you want to just who fuck you be, talk to as a person yeah because i remember one time like i met a dude at, at stand up new york met him that night uh-huh. he insisted on giving me a hug when i was about to leave and then 
Um, I was like, why you gotta hug me? You've known so and so person for three years. I just you watched you shake his him? hand. Yeah. He's like, hell no, I'm not gonna hug him. And I was like, why you not gonna hug him? But she wanna hug me. You just met me today. Well, that's a that's always a weird. Th- do you think it's weird just in general that that? Uh, that's generally weird. Yes. Do you think? It's, yeah, yeah, you do think it's weird that, that yeah. men and women hug. Yeah. But yeah. dudes shake hands. Yeah, but that's yeah, my point. Am, my point is I, that I talk about that. I have a bit about it about like hand, <laughs> handshake versus a hug. I don't. I I don't know which way to go. I usually <laughs> just let the other person dictate it, or I just never talk to anyone again. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like I'll just never speak. To I just other. I'm fine with the p- people choosing what they wanted to do. I'm just annoyed that you've been friends with a person for three years, and you met me tonight, and you not only wanted a hug, but insisted I give you one. Yeah. And when I challenge you on it, you he told me that's just liberal feminist banter bullshit. Well, that's this guy sounds said. really great. And now he's writing for a show that's all about liberal feminist banter. What? So, like, so, but... Oh, all right, now I know who it is. What's crazy is, like... <laughs> I know who it is, too. <laughs> well, no, you don't. I'm sure you have no clue. But I like, know exactly who it is. But, um, but then also just kind of, like, it's one or the the other right it's very rarely that people kind of maintain this really good sense of what happens in between because either i'm overstepping my bounds trying to perform maleness to fit in with y'all yeah. or you ghettoize me and leave me female you gotta hug me even though you met me today and it's also there's I mean, very that's, but, little but the hug between. thing is like yeah that i mean i would say that the hug thing is not it's not on that like generally i would say isn't the rule in american culture you shake hands with a guy, and for some reason you hug yeah. a woman. I yeah. guess after you've met, them. yeah, that, but it's, it's like very, so. It's not really like he's I mean, like some if kind you of. Met me it's today. Not, yeah, and also what it and really comes down to. That's the part. I gotta accept. That's that's all right. Yeah, yeah, that's That's the part that matters. That's the part that matters. It's not that you assume to hug because I do think that is unfortunately still the customary like gender difference or whatever. I feel good from a big boy. Settle. You're not helping me. But it's more that when she said something that he didn't go oh my bad like this isn't something that you enjoy and and you're calling you're out. just a girl yeah and, and you're liberal and of course shut your sh- sh- yeah <laughs> so, shut your woman ass up with yeah, your com- women exactly. always complain and point proven like you see what you're saying so th- in that case you're saying that the problem is is so we understand the reason behind the first thing but it's the way he acted about it mm-hmm. and that's yeah. in the end the problem and that's what i'm saying is the same thing with these girls uh the, the female comedians that were women that were um talking shit to me it's like you're right. saying like well it's because this and that yeah but but the action is no, wrong no, no. you know I what i'm saying say, so it's like I fuck the reasoning behind something well, but, no, you're no, also, no, but you're also you're also calling them out. every time yeah because i'm saying i'm not saying that it's okay that she did it i'm saying that those were the tools she's equipped with because yeah. as a woman she might not know she's how to socially illiterate social it, because in comedy because not, not that that's male. not that that's acceptable for her to keep I, living right, that way but i hope that you were like you don't got it like that don't talk to me like that like i hope you said that and i'm like <laughs> if I go up to like, if I'm at a predominantly white school and I go up to white people and I'm like, you eat lots of cheese, don't you? That would be <laughs> what? what? It would be. Is that a white stereotype? That would make mayonnaise. more sense if that you had mayonnaise. said like oh, okay. French. No, I like mayonnaise. That, that that would make uh, more sense if you said that about like French people or okay, like if you were a dude saying that to women. Do? I would be like, okay, I went up to you and I was like. Um, going camping this weekend. <laughs> you, I was like, I would be like, what? You want to go camping? <laughs> <laughs> but it would be, but it would be silly of me to assume <laughs> running I'm, the government this yeah. weekend. That's, that goes back to the reverse racism that yeah, you were talking yeah, about before. There's nothing you could say yeah, like, like having it, lots of money no, but today. It's like, yeah. it's like it's stupid that I would come up to you and say that, but I'm coming to you as 
the mar like the minority trying to find a way to fit right. in yeah. into the majority. I'm not saying it's right of me to ask if you want to go camping. It's just I understand <laughs> what would have taken you there. Listen, Louis, she's really sorry that she asked you to go camping. Yeah, that's pretty rude. How dare you assume that I would be camping? Oh, get my tent. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's not right that she did that to you, but like it's because she doesn't know better. Mm, and then sure. like in in Ray's situation, she called him out and said, you don't know better. And he was like, I know better. I know exactly what I want to do. And, and this is the way I want to live. I had, a, I, had a, I had a similar situation. And it actually, I talked to the dude about it yesterday. Like last year, this is dude I worked with, white dude, who we were at this party. He was wasted. Mm-hmm. Came out to me. I'm one of two black people at this party. He comes up to me and he Ooh. goes, you know what phrase I really like? Oh, I was no. like, I'm ready. Ruff, ruff. <laughs> Let's do it. He goes, I like nigga, please. Oh, <laughs> oh my go, God. I go, what? And he goes, yeah. Are I, you friends I, with this guy? Fuck no. <laughs> no, I'm not. Just roommate. And I told him, and I, not, but I told him, I was like, you shouldn't say that or think that. <laughs> and then he's like, what? What? He's like, but I like it. And it's the same situation. Oh, but I want it. But it's mine. So, <laughs> but so, I get to run everything. Why are you yelling at me? I'm a white guy. So, and like, I'm still, but I'm still friends with him on Facebook. And sometimes he'll comment on shit that I, oh, that I posted. And then I'll just quote him by saying like, Quote, I like hearing the phrase nigga please. <laughs> and then I quote him at that exact moment oh, in time wow. every time he comments on stuff. Here's, so, here's then, your mistake. Then, if he wasn't immediately embarrassed when you put that as a, a reaction to his comment, and you like you should just unfriend him. Oh, it's that guy fun. is like, the worst. Oh, he's uh, he's out of his mind. So yesterday we had this Facebook fight, and oh. I kept explaining <laughs> to him. I was like, "This is such an unexpected twist ending to this." Yeah, can you believe it? <laughs> but it's the same thing where I'm like. I don't want you to say that to me, and I don't like it. But he's, and then he goes, "Well, what? People say things to you that you don't like." I'm like, "You don't." You just get did. It. You just did. You said something to me that I didn't like. You and, said the N word. And you told me you like to hear the phrase. And then finally, I was just like, "You don't understand what's Wait, you, going on." This just this happened a year ago, and you just had an argument with, it, with him about it on Facebook yesterday. No, I well, yeah. Eventually, it wow. got to the it got to this because I would just keep quoting him every time he commented on something. How I many times did this. you have to quote him? Uh, he never apologized. He no, back off. Finally, that? he finally apologized yesterday when wow. he didn't understand, and it's because he's an idiot. But he didn't <laughs> understand when I finally said, "Okay, look, let me run this for you." We're at a party, right? I'm one of two black people. You pick anyone out of this party, right? Mm-hmm. You pick me. I don't care if there were 89 fucking black people at this party. He, don't say that. Just don't. But I'm just, I'm, I'm framing it for him because yeah. he doesn't understand. I'm like, this is why you picked me. Yeah. There are so many other people, but you decided to pick me. Because oh, I'll talk you are, to the, I'll talk to the biracial I'm, guy. He'll I'm be com- perfect. I'm comfortable <laughs> enough with you to say this to yeah. you. So you're the one. So then I said, I'm not the one, and I don't want you to say it, and you don't understand how I felt about it, but I needed to hear how you felt. Yeah. It was about you at that moment. It wasn't Ooh. about what I thought. It was yeah. what you needed to tell me. So then I and said, And he don't wanted under- you to give him the thumbs up. He wanted me to He be- thought that he had it like that with you, that you were going to be like, yeah, man, it's, it's okay it's for great. you to say. No, it's, it's not. 
No, it's a, oh, it's a great. Well, that that was his defense. Is that it was something he just liked to hear. Too he bad. He didn't like to say it. He just liked hearing. It. He fucking said and it. I, and then I was like, dude, I don't want you to say it. And then finally, I explained that I framed it to him that like you didn't understand what that connotation is to me, but it was so important for you to say it, mm-hmm. so I needed to know. Mm-hmm. And that's when finally he's like, look, I'm really sorry. I didn't know that that was I was being offensive. I'm sorry I offended you. I, I didn't like, know that it was offensive to say the N-word is a white guy. He didn't. But then, <laughs> but then because, and it was funny, that night I, I explained to him, I was like, all right, look, I know you're really excited about the phrase nigga, please, so let me pick some places <laughs> where you can say it, okay? In your car with the windows rolled up, because I know that's where you do that a lot. Um, <laughs> maybe in the bathroom in the shower, that's another place you may want to do that. Here's like some like instead of singing in the shower, yeah. you're saying that shit. It's just like, nigga, please. But then I was like, all right, so here's some places you shouldn't. Uh, Harlem, uh, <laughs> Detroit, uh, let me think, Oakland. These are places that maybe you shouldn't do that. But also just like, I, what I've never understood is the desire to say it. Like, I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, I've never wanted a word so bad. I've never understood the need for it. You don't understand the desire of saying someone says you can't do that and then wanting to do it? I'm, that's a sense of entitlement that I don't understand. Entitlement? I mean, that's just like, that's like being a kid. No, I I think it's, yeah, yeah, but when you're a grown up and not a kid. The idea that that because somebody tells you you can't say it, you come up with reasons for why you need to get to say it, that's entitlement. That you think that you're so entitled to something because other people have access to it. Well, that's that's entitlement, but I'm saying you don't get the desire to do something that someone says you can't no, do. No, I, I genuinely, I guess because I'm a human to myself, I genuinely do not understand how when somebody says, this is a harmful thing that hurts a lot of people and has hurt a lot of people over time and it hurts them when you use it, that you're like, let me find some kind of like semantics or like loopholes so that I can continue to hurt it's other also people. Like fucking that's ridiculous. No, that's that's entitlement. It's, that's, it's also fucking boring. It's like, just move on. <laughs> find a new fun word. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm getting at. I get the underst- I get the point of like poking at somebody, you know, because you want to poke. But then when you've been conversed with and you've been given reason and your insistence upon using a word that doesn't mean anything to you but means everything to other people yeah. and you just feel the need to come up with why you have access to it. That's an entitlement I will never understand. It's also hilarious that it's like they feel more put upon that they're not allowed to use a word that they don't have any like emotional standing with than the people they're put upon and putting upon by saying it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's not even an argument. Like, that is so fucking stupid. That's like, why can't I just build my beach house on your reservation? Like, why are you guys being difficult? <laughs> it's like, because it means a lot to us. Yeah. Because we live here. Like, because well, this is who we are. It's my beach house. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is already my home. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 but it's mine. No, but it's and the thing is, house. like, it's... And it's like the, the whole like, yeah. And I think the thing that bothers me the most about it is like, well, black people get to say it. And it's like, yeah, let's yeah, have some black people <laughs> had to go through slavery. How about that? Let them get some. Let them have some. Well, that you've also chosen to reclaim the word because it was used against you for so long. That's very different than someone else being like, ooh, this word's jazzy. <laughs> it's not the same. There's not the same reasoning. There's a social movement behind black people using yeah. that word a lot of the time. Like, that is very, very contextual. 
Also, yeah, that would be another who are entitled. Don't care about context, right? No. Of course not. But that's like the same thing. Like when you were talking about, um, like that that female comic, like overstepping, mm-hmm. like the social cues there. There's also a lot of context to how the N word is used, and if you don't know how to use it, like it doesn't just like it. There's so many different executions of it, and they're very specific, and you know how correctly to execute. That kind of reminds me of like Bernie Mac set in Kings of Comedy, where he was like, "Cause motherfuckers are noun, <laughs> person, place, or a thing," and then he's like, "And if this motherfucker don't give me my way, it's like, yeah, niggas, kind of the same way, where yeah. it's like, you know, it means this here and yeah." Oh, that stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know, but the kind of people who insist upon saying the N-word anyway are not the kind of people who want context. They just want the work. Right? Can I just say it? Come on! Please, yeah. it just, it looks like so much fun. Yeah, but that, I mean, that dude coming up to you is specifically egregious. I think it's kind of... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. terrible. But it's also oh. not uncommonly egregious. I mean, the kind of person who wants to say the N-word don't give a fuck about white pe- black people's feelings. No. Well, the kind of person who wants to say it not only do they not give a fuck, but they have literally never even attempted to consider it. You know what I mean? Like they may have been told, but they didn't like process it and go, I wonder, I wonder if this is like a bad decision. You know, I wonder if this hurts someone like they don't give a fuck. This okay. dude doesn't give a fuck. Do you feel, um, sometimes you feel like, well, it extends. I think people extend it to too many other things, but sometimes it feels childish calling everything like the N word or the R word or the C word or the B word and like all that kind of stuff kind of like gets, sometimes I think that's a little, I mean, generally, I just totally agree with you. I'm just bringing up kind of a different topic where there just kind of feels like yeah. we're adults. If something happened, if you're quoting something, like, let's talk, let's use our words as adults. Um, I think that that's true to some degree, but I think there's always unintended consequence. So, like, even if I am having an adult conversation with somebody telling me a story about what somebody said to them, I still don't want to hear a white person say because there's yeah. still like a joke that happens regardless yeah. of the context well, there's such a i mean there's such a stigma and, and attached to it like i think somebody white said the n-word to me like two days ago that <laughs> you have to like you're like i can't remember <laughs> i was wasted i was wasted but they were quoting somebody i think they were quoting like a black comedian well or it's whatever. also it's interesting well, what it, like what I mean, the, the difference is because like for example i don't think there's any excuse for it i mean generally i don't think there's any but if a guy either. were quoting to me a woman saying bitch or cunt, I wouldn't be offended that he was quoting that. Be- and obviously that's because I am a white woman. Like, so I only identify as a woman inside of that context, but I, there's no situation in which like a white person would tell me the story that a black person used that word to and quote them. And I'd be like, yeah, no, go on. That's fine. Yeah. I just think that there's just a natural, you know, that uh, happens. Yeah. But that, uh, I, that, but the difference I mean, between not the, every the race time and gender I'm gonna be like, that. why you said that if you're quoting something within context. But then I always wonder why you quote him. Why you chose that quote today <laughs> when you're talking to me? You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. So, because it's like, that's the thing I have with that's feeling, some, like, that's with them feeling out boundaries. Where they like go out of their way to. It's like, just do something else. With the yeah, do it's literally like, anything else. You do that. You just want to challenge yourself. And you think that that kind of challenge where this affects my livelihood or at least sort of reminds of a history is just a challenge to you. It's a game. It's yeah. not a game to me. And so, like, I always wonder why there's this, again, this is the entitlement. Like, I'm going to write a joke why they're going to be acceptable. Why That's a they're thing com- that you want to do. It's that they're compelled. Right. They're compelled to, like, get away with something. Exactly. Mm. Louis thinking about it. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. I mean, 
I'm not saying don't write your joke. I'm just questioning your motive for why you're yeah. writing the joke. Yeah. So like that Louis C.K. bit where he wrote, like he talked about like the faggot cunt nigger deer. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like when I was like watching it, this was when I first started comedy. So like I was watching it thinking Louis C.K. is a god. And so I was over at a dude's house, a black dude that I'd known since like childhood or whatever. And we were watching this um, bit and in the bit, he looks at me and he's like, Rafa, what the fuck are you showing me? And like, it jolted me awake because I'm thinking of it as comedy. Like, here's a white guy who understands the historical implications of the word. And he's just talking about what it means to be a white guy to say all these swear words when you get angry. Yeah. And then seeing his reaction, seeing black dude's reaction, it's like, yeah, there are un- unintended consequences. And it's like, I don't think that you should tailor every joke to the one black person who might be offended. But it's like, think about that, that your need to tell a joke would have overwhelmed your consideration for somebody else's humanity. That's but I, it's, I guess that's just, um, if it can be a slippery slope. I don't care about slippery soaps. That I think slippery mentioning slippery soaps is silly. People need to well, understand you just said, nuance. Like, yeah, you need to understand nuance. But if you're saying that, like, how that would affect one person, I just and said then there's that every a lot of different jokes. I just said that it's silly to consider every joke for that one person who could mm. get offended. You're just I'm talking just about the motive. That, it's still I'm back just to the talking motive about thing. That you wouldn't, or that you don't care. It's a thing to question. Yeah. Well, I guess it's like it's like. Yeah, you should question why you're saying. You should, if you really need to say it, f- figure out a joke that you really need to say it, or it really there's some there has to be some reason besides just challenging yourself. I guess. I, yeah, do, I, do I don't a, think there's a such joke as you really need to say. I it, do a though. two. I do a two and a half minute joke about a guy that asked me to say the n word in bed to him. Guess what? I don't say it one time during the joke because it's not necessary to tell the joke. But also no. just like do what? Hey, what? Wait, what? Oh, wait, what's the? Was he black? Mm-hmm. No, he was Korean. <laughs> <laughs> that would be even crazy. <laughs> I know, right? He was an alien. Uh, and you wouldn't do it? Weird. No, I did it. <laughs> 24, it felt right. You should see the look on Ray's face. I think right it's now. disgusting that he asked. I'm disappointed you complied. I mean, I just find that yeah, all disgusting. Level yeah. there, a level oh, or yeah. all of it? Yeah, you might have all of it going. Yeah, yeah but there's like... Me to do it again, I was like, no. There's submission and dominating things in sex that are like weird just for sex. Whereas like yeah. someone would like... like Also, sorry to bring it up again, but like weird like rapey things in sex that someone might be into with the context of someone who's uh, consenting. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you know, you know what I mean? Whereas, like, outside of that, it would be, like, disgusting. You know what I mean? Yeah, but- no, no. I understand that sex and stuff is, like, um, is this place where things seem to be, like, there's no whole bars or no holds bar. But I just find that in particular disgusting. That's just what disgusts me. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not saying that people shouldn't have their kinks. I'm not saying any of that. But given who I think I know this person is and what they've demonstrated about (laughs) their relationship to their race in Uh general to see that he would be like in pursuit of white women and then asking them to call him the n-word it just disgusts me overall like with the person on a whole there's there's more context within context of who that person I think it is Mm. yeah I'm just trying to think if, if I was a fucking lady dressed up like a Nazi 
What? If I was. <laughs> my, friend, my friend told me that she's she's Jewish and mm-hmm. she's been watching Nazi videos. And I'm just like. Nazi Wait, porn? Nazi porn? Yeah. I didn't even know that was a like thing. I mean, I guess of like course it is. There are people wearing porn, like, Nazi paraphernalia. Yeah. Like, porn. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I wouldn't watch that at all. Like, racism is my thing, right? Like, I, <laughs> it's, your, it's your thing. No, no, no. Not my thing in the good way. My thing <laughs> that, like, re... So, yeah. I'm not gonna watch, you know, people working out race issues and fucking because I think that that happens too much in <laughs> real life. Working out race issues and fucking. It's tr- and I think it's alarming it's you're how wrong. it happens in real life yeah. and that it's, like, actually dangerous and it just makes me really uncomfortable and... Mm-hmm. I, I think I watch porn anthropologically too. Like I'm like I don't know. I'm like I'm trying to understand society through like our desires and stuff. And mm-hmm. so that just alarms me in a really big way. Sure. Yeah. I see it. I see it. I'm just trying to see if. I mean, yeah. I don't. I've never watched it. But I'm just trying to see if like, if I would want to be dominant or submissive if the girl was dressed like a Nazi. Ooh, I, I don't, don't even want to imagine it. Yeah. Well, I, I I'm gonna continue imagining it. I'm trying to <laughs> I'm, I'm trying you to picture I'm trying to picture this the same thing. Like what I would I don't really know. There is no such thing as like slave fantasies for me. Like it would never happen. And I uh, know that would that creep, there are that would people, creep me out. Right? For sure. so I've I'm definitely heard to, of people you know, doing that. And, yeah. Yeah. There are definitely people. Do, there was a Virginia governor who got like an 18 year old black girl pregnant and. And like oh. he was that part I'm not shocked it. about. Keep going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, but I'm not. She was hot. And then he, he like took a picture. <laughs> they like took a picture yeah. of themselves as like antebellum southern figures. Like he was like standing oh. over her, like while she's sitting in a chair holding their biracial baby, and she's like smiling big, and they're dressed like it's the 1750s. It was like. Uh, it was alarming, but it was well, for sex. No, it was like a it was like a theme just, party or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and like she's like eighteen and your boy's like sixty or something uh, like that. It was gross. like crazy. That is but too Virginia real. Governor, like a uh, state senator, something. Or but he's like a political figure there, smoking. and just the dynamics are alarming. Here's like an underage like child that 18. you're sleeping with. She wasn't eighteen before <laughs> they had the baby. <laughs> Relax, it wasn't you. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was Louis gonna get in trouble. Like he got yeah. in trouble for having sex with an underage child. I feel like in Virginia, 17 is old. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited they weren't related. Go on. But she... Oh, sorry. That'd be West Virginia. Yeah. So she... um, But yeah, she... Like, it was just alarming because of the age gap. It just looked too much like slavery to me. It freaked me the fuck out. Yeah, that freaks me out whenever they have, like... That he has such strong political power. She has none whatsoever. I also just feel that way about, like, all Southern tradition. Like, I feel very skeptical of all of it. I'm like, oh, did you have a charming ball? And then I just think (laughs) more about what that probably entailed. Right. And, like, how all the black people or the people serving everyone attending the party who has money and they're like wearing the white gloves and I'm just like ah like don't feel good don't feel good yep all right (laughs) I think we're like running out of time oh we are so yeah let's um emotional emotional highs and lows oh does anybody want to call out that they want to start who wants to go I'll go first all right I'll go first um, well, today is my mother's 65th birthday. Oh, wow. Happy birthday. Wow. Happy birthday. Oh, shit. Senior discount. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'll let her know. <laughs> That's a year. Um, so, happy birthday, Teresa Heineg. She told me I couldn't post it on Facebook. She didn't say anything about the podcast. <laughs> um, she doesn't listen. I mean, not if she doesn't want to have a heart attack. Mm-hmm. But, uh, 
Yeah, so unfortunately, even though I was very happy for her birthday, we, of course, got in an argument when I called her for a birthday, Teresa Heineck special, uh, which is very unfair to say that it was, like, not that I wasn't a part of the argument, because I definitely was. I was 50% of the conversation. <laughs> but it's just, like, it's... It's just, I just feel like it's getting harder and harder to fucking talk to my mom without it turning into an argument. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because we're, like, we're both changing and I'm becoming, like, less tolerant of certain stuff and she's becoming less tolerant of certain stuff and it's just moving us further and further apart because she's a very, like, small town lady. Like, she's, she's from upstate New York and now she lives in a really small town in Washington. And, you know, I just feel like the moment that we get on, on the phone, like, she's immediately on the defensive and, like, waiting for me to say something that she disagrees with or, like, doesn't want to talk about or just whatever. And then I'm just, like, becoming brasher and brasher here, just being like, this is what I think about this. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, so that was, like, I was trying to have a nice phone call and she just brought up a subject that is kind of a trigger point and you know what I mean and then suddenly we're arguing and I was like know that that's your trigger point or do you think I I had given her no I had given her an answer to this question over email and she re-asked it even though I'd already given her an answer that she didn't like Mm -hmm. Um, oh I hate that and I was like, well, why are you fucking bringing up old shit? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just... And, I, and I, so I was mad at her that she was doing this on her birthday call, but it's her birthday, so if she wants to get in an argument, we can get in an argument. <laughs> treat, treat yourself, I guess. Um, you guys so, used to get along more, though? Uh, I mean, probably not. I mean, in my mind, we did, but um, I'm not really sure anymore. Like, I just... Yeah, I, I'm just... I'm a lot like my dad. I'm very, like, outspoken and loud and difficult and opinionated and... Um, no. And she <laughs> shuts the fuck up, Jim. <laughs> this is my emotional low. And uh, but I think that she thinks that she's not like that, but she is like that. But she does it in, and I don't know if you met people like this, but they do it in a shroud of being really nice, so that anything that you say back to them when they say something nice, but is actually a loaded statement, nice is nasty. like yes, exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah. That's nice what it's called. You're being like polite, but you're very shady. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I don't know, nice nasty is that an mm. actual phrase? Yeah, well, I, oh, okay. I've never heard before, but I'm gonna be using Wait, that. Wait, can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> so like, it's like um. It's either it's a it's a it's an older black church lady or a midwestern person yes. mm-hmm. yeah. where they're like um Polite. Oh, so you're going to wear that? Oh yeah. shit. You know and and, I mean? and then and then so oh you're going to Oh, and why, then I'm like, why? why would you say it like that? And they're like, I just asked if you were wearing. Yeah. It. And then, yeah, you're wait, the but, one who took it to the next yeah. level. No, but now what do you say? Are you you're being nice nasty? Yeah, that's nice, nasty, because you said something sharp. It's a trigger okay, point. No, that's what I just wanted to hear how you're going to yeah, say yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it's passive aggressive yeah. at its height. You're being yeah. nice no, I get nasty. what it is. I just want to All right, oh, there you go. You're, you're being, being nice, nasty. nasty. All right. Yeah. Or that was nice, nasty. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and my. It's just basically passive aggressive, but like a little more like. Pointed. A little nicer. Nicer, but still more pointed. It's a little more direct than passive aggressive. Passive aggressive wants you to know. Yeah. Right? But nice, nasty don't want to fight. Well, nice, na- nice, nasty wants it to be your fault when right. you fight. Like mm-hmm. you're the one who but brought it to the next level. Passive aggressive wants you to fight. I think. I think more than anything, passive aggressive wants dominance. to get the the point across. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Without like, yeah, and it's not it's not passive. It's more like positive aggressive, something like that, right? <laughs> or like that? sweet aggressive, yeah, yeah. sweet yeah. aggressive. Or like, God bless your little heart. Oh, yeah, black yeah. church ladies are so good at nice nasty. My mom. Anyway, yeah, so my mom is kind of the queen too. of that, and I do think that passive aggressive happens 
among a lot of women in my mom's generation because they don't know how to just directly assert themselves because they weren't given the social context in which that was an acceptable thing to do. So the way that they get around that is by being passive aggressive because they're like, that way I can still get my point across, but I'm a lady while I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. And you're like, Mm -hmm. tight, well, I fucking hate talking to you. (laughs) <laughs> no. so, so, so my mom so my mom just kind of sets that up where she's actually very argumentative and like a lot more similar to me than I think she would ever recognize but then when she instigates that fight that she starts with whatever statement she makes then she's like then she immediately turns into victim and she's like why are you know why are you arguing with me and it's like well no actually you started you this argument it. oh man you fucking start the, I'll fucking finish it well, <laughs> let's go Let's oh. go. Bring it, Teresa. You can't be finishing arguments with your mama. Damn. <laughs> no, not like that. Okay. I'm saying I will literally finish the argument. Like oh, I will have like, it. I, I will, will have ruin it. you, mom. You, I will I, ruin you. You let your mom go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like my mom, cause my mom ain't gonna let me finish shit. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's it. But yeah. like, and you know, like she would be like, always, no matter what. She'll be like, are you talking to me like that? And what I'm going to say, yeah, person who raised me, <laughs> I'm talking to you like you're somebody who didn't raise me. <laughs> like, I just think you can't win. Yeah. I feel like. No, I agree that you can't win, um, but I just like to try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mom will always pull rank no matter what, no matter how old I get whatever like i'll be like you can't talk to me like that the way like are you talking back to your mother and then i have to be like shit i I think i think that my mom used to try to get away with that but at Mm -hmm. some point she realized that it wasn't going to fly anymore that if she was being shitty that i'm in new york and it's important to her to still talk to her daughter Hmm. so she can't just tell me to fuck off you know and not that she would ever say that but my mom knows i'm never gonna be like fuck you like i'm over it you know what i mean like yeah i'll never do that to my mom my mother could like do the worst i'd still find a way for my mom to be my mom so like yeah i think she knows that i'm just as scared of losing her as she is of me so she'll never not get to be like are you talking to your mother like that? yeah you know yeah but that's interesting yeah i think my mom used to like, i think my mom used to apologize a lot more like and she would admit like if we had an argument when i was younger and be like you know i'm sorry that i was like that I kind of started that one or whatever. And then she got really obstinate at some point and like everything was my fault. And now I think it's coming back to more of an equilibrium where it's like, no, you're just, whoever's get, did it is going to get called out for the shit they did, right. period. Okay, sorry. That one, that emotional low went on really long time. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. uh, emotional high. <laughs> he said it's okay. <laughs> Thanks, Louie. It's okay. Thanks so you much, Louie. my time. Appreciate it. Um, no, 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 no. But I would say, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm just feeling good like day to day like even if things like aren't perfect or shit is pissing me off like in for a moment or a couple of hours I can like get over it and I'm like I'm fine the world is turning I don't need to be upset about this for two days you know what I mean like I'm just doing a good job I think of like healthfully like compartmentalizing things that don't need to be like thought about and obsessed about for like long periods of time and just like basically not letting somebody ruin my day if like something shitty happens that's go. good. Yeah. That is good. Holla! <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, what do I... What's my emotional low? Uh, I had to go to a funeral uh, last oh, yeah. Sunday. My condolences, Jim. Yeah, I had to go back home. I had to go back upstate. Uh, it was a friend of mine uh, I grew up with who had uh, brain cancer. And, you know, it was one of those things. Two years, he'd been fighting it. And, and like, it was one of those things where we all were just kind of like, all right. You're just waiting for it. We're waiting for it. Like, you know, we kind of knew how this was going to shake out. It still wasn't an easy 
thing to deal with. But, <laughs> Why not, Jim? Well, because... <laughs> because, because Why would you know that how cool cancer is? <laughs> that smooth like sailing. It wasn't like reloading a Metro car. It was right. like a Metro kit. Oh, my God. Uh, so it didn't really hit me until I went into the funeral home. Of course. And then, like, before it, I was just like, all right, you know what? We were all ready for this. We were bracing for impact. But then I went in, and I saw his brother, and I saw his mom stand by the casket, and then I saw, like, all this shit, which always oh, freaks God. me out when they have, like, their personal effects there. I was like, nah. I don't think I've ever seen personal effects there. I've never oh, been yeah. to a funeral. Thing. Never? I, I, the last two that I went to... Uh, it was closed one, casket, right? Yeah, it was closed casket. For brain cancer. I fucking hope so. Yeah. Oof. Um And, you know, it was uh, it was one of those things where it was closed casket, but I saw all this shit out, and I was like, all right. <laughs> I'm just I picturing, can't. like, receipts, like, shit from, like, <laughs> around his apartment. Clips, paper clips, a, a subway bag yeah. that was left in his garbage can. Yeah, just, Empty cigarette pack. <laughs> oh. Yeah, condom wrapper. Oh, my shit God. Screwed out. Well, at least so, he was getting laid while you can't. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, he was tearing it down. He was a bodybuilder. So that, that's was, like that's that. Awesome. That's yeah. like that Fight Club part, you know, where where he's at one of the meetings and she's like, she's like got some kind of terminal illness and she's like, um, I just the, the my last wish is that I just get laid one more time and I just want to let you guys know I, I have toys, I have lubes, and they like <laughs> yeah, cut yeah, her yeah. mic out and they're like, okay, yeah. thank you. <laughs> um, and. So that was the low of last week, but the I love high. for a couple of months. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah man. You can really, hold on to that one if yeah, you want. Hey, do you guys remember my friend died of brain cancer? <laughs> remember that episode? Still sucks. Yeah, yeah, still not fun. Um, but the high actually really did. I don't know if it's a high. I guess it's a high. I don't know. It was nice. It was a nice thing to hear at the end of the funeral, but. This dude and I had the same birthday, mm-hmm. and uh, I would always call him the birthday stealing son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. And I'd post it on Facebook every birthday where mm-hmm. he would just see a stream of happy birthdays, but then I would call him a birthday stealing son of a bitch. But uh, I went up to his brother uh, at the bar after the funeral, we were talking, and uh, he told me, like, and he's like, a really, he was a really funny dude, and like, he's a fan of my comedy, I guess. And uh, on his birthday, they watched a clip of my stand-up. Oh, that's really sweet. And it was really nice to hear that. Yeah, you know? that's like the sweetest thing I can think of. Are yeah. you trying to fucking make us cry on our yeah. goddamn podcast? Yeah. <laughs> it's about that's you. That's like... <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. That. That's my fault, totally. <laughs> so, uh, I still got it. Uh, but yeah, that was my high, is that like, you know, he... But I, you know, I helped him through that mm. in some way shape or form that you were there that's yeah. really beautiful yeah, yeah it was really it was a really nice thing to say and his brother uh it was funny when i went up to his brother like afterwards like before the guy well went up to start the conversation and he just looked at me and goes i've never said anything negative about you I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> How did you open this conversation yeah. with that? Sir? Now I think you've only said negative <laughs> right. things. That and so who have you been talking to who's been saying negative things about me and <laughs> yeah. you've been defending me? What's going on here? I'm really just trying to send my condolences and now you want to fight. But, yeah, so, um, yeah, people are weird when they're grieving. Yeah, it was but it was really it was funny and he was just like, You can use that if you want. 
Oh, I hate, oh, yeah. fucking hate when it was, he was a just died. Let him be it obnoxious. I'm not saying that you should like cut him down and be like, shut up, you're an idiot. I would never like, but it's just I just hate when people fucking. Let people. me explain joke science oh. to you, griever. This is how this works. No, you never <laughs> tell, tell that me. person because it doesn't matter. You can't be like, I don't know how to break this to you, but your life could never be interesting enough for me to talk yeah. about. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> really the insult. It's like that's... that you think that yeah. I'm so short on potential material <laughs> that I want your stupid story. Yeah. Do you think? I talk about my job on stage. Oh, you yeah. guys work. Here. I'm so I'm so tired of trying to explain Gross. that to people by the dishwasher at work. I'm like, listen, I don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell anyone about this, Maria. Don't say this. On, don't say this in your act. Thank but they you. totally want you to say oh, it. Oh, totally, of course. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't fucking say that if they didn't want yeah. you to say it. Of course they would. So that was the heartstrung uh, emotional high for me. So. All right. Well, now I've got to follow death. Um, <laughs> there you go. I feel so Way to make it about you, Ray. <laughs> um, so my emotional low is I'm a depressed person, but I don't have time to be depressed now because I'm working basically two jobs and doing comedy. So I'm never um, home enough to wallow. be depressed and wallow the way that I am accustomed to. I am so sorry that you haven't had your allotted wallow time. I have not. I barely get to see love and hip hop on time. And I don't have to fucking... Can't you wallow while you watch it? <laughs> I want to! But I gotta be like, oh, you gotta be in bed by 11.30, Rafat. But like, um... But like, yeah, so like, um... So like, I am still depressed. Like, depression hasn't gone away. It's just... Um, reconfiguring and like manifesting differently and so like now I'm eating too much and I'm unsatisfied with whatever I eat and like I think that that's like what's happening and like I hate it because I'm overeating and it hurts when I've eaten too much I'm unsatisfied with the food that I've overeaten and because of where I work it costs so much money oh my so God. I'm spending so much money on this depression I need to go back to cheap depression I just want to go back to laying in bed and eating Oreos this fucking expensive ass paninis do you like Oreos still do they still taste good to you oh no they don't like I don't like Oreos anymore but I just fucking gosh just like fucking expensive sandwiches and like pasta dinners at Italian restaurants I can't afford I'm tired of it it doesn't taste good to you no the food doesn't even taste good like I'm like okay Rafat like we're gonna have this dinner and it's gonna be so satisfying and then I get there and the food is perfectly fine I just don't like it because it's not about the food and it's yeah and it's just like it's too expensive for me to be depressed this way like that's crazy like i just right. want to fucking be able to lay down and sulk and i just don't have the time and it's really bumming me out yeah and you're trying to sulk in the food and the food's, and not, the doing food's not doing it not doing it man um that's rough and like my bank account <laughs> is not reflecting louis the fact that i have two jobs because of the stupid shit louis and, looks um, so upset for you right now <laughs> well just i never heard it i never not heard of that food right yeah, I never heard of that. I have like, crazy. definitely so much of it too. Like that's a that's a common like, depressive It'll be thing. like really? I like wow. I'll get a I'll get a soup at lunch and then be like, damn, yo, I didn't like that soup. So then I order from Seamless at work. I I work in the financial district, so a sandwich Mad is twelve expensive. bucks. And then I Seamless a sandwich I didn't like. So like after work, I'm gonna walk down to whatever bar, restaurant, grill is there and get a burger I'm not happy with. And then I go home and I'm fucking full and not happy and it hurts and then i eat 
African food or something like that and I didn't like it when I would have liked it a month ago and then I have to like sit and wait for me to digest all this food is really painful and really uncomfortable then I have to go back out and do comedy and like it's just really like not fun. Sounds like a fucking nightmare. Um, yeah, but I mean, like, there are people who are like, I would love to have to eat too Sure, much. but yeah, this so. is still your reality, yeah. and it still sucks. Um, so, yeah. So that's my emotional low. And my emotional high is that, um, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm like, okay. Um, I've been getting up and out a lot more, which is good. It is nice to be too busy to be as depressed to the point where you're not doing anything. So, like, that's a nice relief. Um, so, that's fun. And then also, I did a show this past week and a podcast listener came out. His name was Brandon and it was wonderful. <laughs> and Brandon's gorgeous. And hi, Brandon. And uh, thank you for coming out. Lily. Okay. <laughs> um, well, my low, it was just like, uh, I guess, a silly comedy-based low where I've just been, I've been doing a lot of really rough shows on the road. Mm-hmm. Like, really, like, low down. I think down. that's silly. That gets at you. All right. Yes. Yeah, I just feel like by now, it's like I should be over. I shouldn't let sets emotionally bother me. But, but, I've you been doing think, but you think CEOs aren't upset when they have, like, a bad quarter? They still do, no matter how long they've been in business. Yeah, I yeah. guess that's true. It's just shitty to, it's just shitty to let crowds and sets dictate your emotions. Yeah, it feels but like I mean, that. if it wasn't what that, what would it be? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's also how you know the jokes work too when it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, so. it's true. I just I, so I've been having a lot of I've been I've been doing a lot of really tough road rooms where they're just like crazy rowdy, mm. which I can handle it. But, but you're it's pretty like, low energy in general. No, I mean, I, I mean not like on stage, but you're like a mellower dude, right? Well, I don't know. Like, I just like I can totally. Let me not tell it's you like who you are. Yeah, I'm just saying it's like. <laughs> It's fun the first time where you're like, oh, everyone's acting all crazy and I'm riffing off it. And it's like, oh, I can totally handle this. But like four or five times into it, it's like I'm just fucking babysitting. Like I, it's, yeah, I know I can handle set. it. I know I can, I can riff. It's like I teaching. Can, it's exhausting. Yeah, I can, I can ride this out, but I don't want to. I want to do what I want I you came to shut to the do. fuck up and let yeah. me do this. And there was one thing on the road, and then it came back, and they were like really rowdy one night this week at Broadway. I got this one joke where like there's a part where I go like I'm acting on a conversation, and the person I'm with is like, so what do you think is the most versatile fruit? And then every once in a while, some idiot in the crowd will yell out what they think is Pomegranate. the most... Yeah, yeah. But this was like literally like <sighs> 10 fucking people oh, just started yelling yeah. out fruits. And uh. I just want to just like fucking just like fuck you all. Yeah. <laughs> just walk away. I just, it just also, so I love... Like fruits are like a big theme in your life too. <laughs> I want you just, know. Before we went on air, he really, really praised the pears. Yeah, he had a lot of feelings about the fruit and, I And brought. a lot of feelings about how you chew mango with the skin on. Yeah, yeah, I like, I mean, that's why I like, I mean, man, your friend died, but I was like, you can't, you can't enjoy food. Like that was like, that was <laughs> more, more like, whoa, that's rough. Wait a minute. <laughs> Food though, it's food. Yeah, so yeah, I do, I do enjoy food and fruits and stuff like that. Oh, but anyways, yeah, that was kind of a low, just like feeling that and just like feeling like, I don't know, it's just like shitty to still have to deal with. I know it's. It gets fucking old. Yeah, it just gets old, and I should. And the other thing is like, it's like I shouldn't. I, you know, every once in a while people heckle in comedy, but it's like I shouldn't have to deal with it as much as I am. I should be performing in places where that's not an issue as much. Yeah. Um, but. I had other good sets of Broadway this week, so that was fine. And then I guess my emotional high was um, uh, just now I realized you, you got the same couch as me. And uh, <laughs> I got really excited <laughs> when I recognized my couch. Uh, Raymore Flanagan, I yeah. think, yes, yeah. yeah. And it's uh, yeah. it's a really comfortable couch. 
and I've never seen you know I've never seen it out in the in the wild you know my own couch out in yeah. the wild it's pretty cool to <laughs> just see my same couch in another place I also love that your emotional low was probably the most benign joke that you have <laughs> yeah that's, <laughs> that that's what's true. setting crowds off they're like yo fruit <laughs> like, I mean, anything just them interrupting just them being dumb you know it's yeah. just like it's like i'm not trying to dumb my shit down i refuse to do it so just mm-hmm. them being so stupid i don't know i just get real tired of uh, yeah. i mean i know the whole thing in comedy is you just got to depend on it, an audience's reaction And there's no such thing as a bad crowd which i don't fucking believe in but it's like I just yes, get, there is. Yeah, I think yeah, so too. There sure yeah, there sure is, man. Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, I just <laughs> it's just shitty to have to depend on these idiots fucking <laughs> reactions. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just it just gets yeah. old sure, after a while. I'm sure in any um, in any field, but particularly with comedy because it's entertainment, people don't respect that we are engaging with the public. Yeah. But like working with the public fucking sucks because the yeah. public sucks. Yeah, the public sucks. Like, can you imagine? Like, have you done like server? Like, have you been a server at all? Like a waiter or something? I've worked it. I haven't, but I can't imagine what it means to be like a waiter. Yeah. Like you literally have to engage with the public and you have to be good to them. You have to provide them a good service. And customer but service in general is terrible. Sometime. Like mm-hmm. yeah. that's just and what it is. It's a really what makes it worse there is that you have to be nice because you will yeah. lose your job. And they take comedy, advantage of that. With but with comedy yeah. you have fire. to be nice because if no. these motherfuckers don't respond well, you have to do something to make them feel better because if they don't respond well then now you're the bad comic. Yeah, but you can tear them up. You can be honest. You can get you can you can if win you do it with if you finesse, want to do it the right way. Be yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. Well, wait, what? What what what? What are you trying to say? <laughs> I'm saying that you're <laughs> interacting with rowdy crowds, Louis. That's exactly no, no. what I'm saying. I'm just tired of it. I'm just tired. Yeah, I get it. We I actually it. we had you on this episode. This is an intervention <laughs> <laughs> to get me to quit. <laughs> Finally, good. Good move. Putting this on the 24th floor. I'll just walk out to that balcony. And, uh, be that. Don't, be, don't be dramatic about this, okay? Just leave, just like everybody else. Why are you gotta make this a big ego move? <laughs> okay, so we're like at 1:30, which is really long. But I've had like a really awesome time yeah. talking to yeah, you. This, this has been fun. a good episode. Good episode. Okay, so I'm just gonna uh, plug a couple of administrative things, and then we'll get out of here. Yeah, um, you can tweet at us at. It's about us pod on Twitter. Uh, we love it. Um, you can catch Ray on at Raysani on Twitter. And what's your Instagram name? Rafizzle87. There you go. <laughs> She's just hiding inside of the front of her sweatshirt. I don't think that's embarrassing. Um, I'm at Maria Heinig on um, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, message Ray so she knows why you're friending her. Yeah. Um, I don't care if you message me, but I mean, you can. Don't ask me to have sex with you, please. <laughs> and it's getting real fucking old. Um, website, our website is itsaboutuspodcast.com. We've got this glorious little just luscious donate button and if you just wrote that hit shit. that shit and just give us your money that would be real nice that working um yeah Sometimes. we get some donations wow um you can email us questions and Please commentary email us. Thoughts. we haven't gotten emails in a yeah, long time yeah we need some uh about us podcast at gmail and you can s- subscribe to us on itunes soundcloud and stitcher uh, we have this glitch in the internet you got to give us a five-star rating it won't let you do so anything don't it's really fine. know what to do about that it's been a huge problem we got our tech on it but here you go uh like our facebook fa- page um it's about us with ray Sandy and maria heinig share us on your social networks uh show it to your mom start a fight with her <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday. Um, Louis, do you have anything you want to plug? 
you again you're going to be at the stress factory yeah i'm at the stress factory on uh this week i'm at the san francisco punchline next week uh follow me on twitter at louis katz l-o-u-i-s-k-t-z uh on instagram's louis katz comedy and you can also listen to my podcast louis katz podcast (laughs) (laughs) my favorite part was you thinking about that before you said you're like what is my podcast called what do i call that For a second, I thought, is it called The Podcast of Louis Katz? And then I was like, nah, this is in English. And, uh, <laughs> oh, wait, do you have Brazilian Portuguese? You could speak it? Because you said you speak, lived in Rio. I'm, I speak fluent Portuguese. Oh, sweet. Yes. That's cool. Both are like, are you, is it like. Brazilian Portuguese or Portugal Portuguese? Presumably. Uh, right? Brazilian are they Portuguese. that different? I thought I could understand it. I've spoken to people from Angola and stuff like that mm-hmm. in Mozambique, and I can talk to them, but, but I haven't spent enough time. There to know. Okay. Yeah. Eu não falo português. Oh, that was pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> that is pretty good. Yeah. I was in Spain. I lived in Spain. Okay. So, you know, you get, you get to practice. <laughs> They're yeah. like, but whenever I would say that to Portuguese guys, they'd be like, well, but no, you just said that perfectly, though. Yeah. You clearly yeah, do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, you did say it perfectly. It. I don't speak Portuguese. That's, That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the It's About podcast uh, with me and Ray. And uh, thanks to our producer, Jim Search. And uh, thanks to Louis for hanging out. Thanks for having me. Bye.